All right, we are back with another episode of the Stronger Together podcast. And, and one of the things that I really enjoy about having this opportunity to connect with educators across the globe is not only do I get to learn from these individuals, I also get to see the impact that they have on education. And one of the things that we get tripped up on sometimes in our field is we think there's educators and then there's vendors, but that's not the case. What I've learned over the last probably four or five years working in the ed tech space is that our solution providers who are impacting our students and learning each and every day are educators. They have been in the classroom. They have experience and the solutions that they bring to us are proven and tried. And as we lead up to FETC, not only do we have all of these amazing sessions, we have solution providers who are going to showcase some of their great products and solutions for students to enhance student learning and today we are going to talk to three of them today representing reimagine classroom and we're going to bring in michael jason and ashley how are you today hi matt so much for having us on how's everybody doing between colorado and and ashley and jason i didn't know where you're from so i'd love for you two to introduce yourself and michael you go last ashley I'm Ashley Hubner. I'm um, in Florida. I used to live in Texas. I was in public education in Texas until I moved to Florida about a year and a half ago and had the opportunity when I moved to transition to Reimagine Classroom. And so I'm living in Florida now working for them. Whereabouts in Florida? I'm in Inglewood. I'm in South Florida, um, the area that just got hit by the hurricane in October. Okay. So, um, but all is well, and we're Good. getting back to normal, but yes, that's where I live. Be beaches are nice. Um, I'm a little jealous right now because everybody's down here on vacation, and I'm having to work all day, and they're all at the beaches hanging out. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I am not by a beach, but I do <laughs> live in New Jersey, so Jason Denard, um, and I live in New Jersey, Central Jersey, um, and I've been an English teacher, school administrator and was fortunate enough to, to join the Reimagined Classroom a couple of years ago and, and, and love the work that we're doing. But we have beaches in Jersey, but they're not all your beaches. So no, not at all. Ashley. <laughs> no, they're similar to the beaches on Long Island, where I'm originally from. But uh, Matt, I was telling you, I'm originally from New York. I started my teaching career there after doing my master's in your city of Boston. Um, I moved to Colorado to get a kind of fresh start on teaching in an IB school, the International Baccalaureate World of Education. Um, while teaching third grade there, I got partnered to teach Brett, and we just had a very, we had one of those like fake walls between our classroom. Uh, the the movable ones that... And it was just always open, and kids were just running back and forth. It was a very camp-like experience, and from that, we started this company. And I think one of the things I really, because I don't know a lot about it, so this is going to be just a conversation selfishly that you teach me about the the product and and, and bring it to, to all the great people out there. So share with us what got you started with the Reimagine Classroom Project, and you have a passion for learning. So I'd love for you all to, to tell me a little bit about your work within Reimagine Learning and kind of what it does. So I guess I'll kick it off and then I'll turn it over to you guys. So what we do, you know, there's a lot of, you know, especially with, we started pre-pandemic. And, okay. you know, I think that there are a ton of awesome solution providers out there that have a ton of awesome products. And we're not a product provider. We are a service provider. And what we do is 
we want to, what, what we do is we create educational content from early childhood all the way to higher ed and provide professional development, mostly from K to 12. Um, but why we do it and how we do it is we're a team of only teachers. I think you said it really, really great in your intro. Um, I don't know if it was always the case, but I think it's trending more so the way now that these edu education solution providers are employing teachers. And I think more and more teachers, you know, post-pandemic and during the pandemic started to think about other options outside the classroom. And a lot of these companies are scooping up a lot of, like the Reimagined Classroom, are scooping up a lot of the great talent trying to figure out how can we provide solutions in a in, to a wider audience. Um, but in a nutshell, what we do is educational content creation for mostly large publishers, large organizations, educational ed tech startups, um, a lot of the vendors that will be exhibiting at FETC um and then provide professional development for schools which from like i said from k to 12. awesome i think for me one of the things that drew me to the reimagined classroom was just like that teachers first uh, mentality right like we know um that that teachers are the heart of, of what's happening in the educational landscape and you know having been a principal and director of teaching and learning i actually purchased or was one of the decision makers for purchasing you know curriculum and so to, to work with an organization uh, or a company that that's employing teachers to help create some of that awesome content um i think it just showed an intentionality of of, of creating things that teachers are going to use that's going to benefit students yeah and in my time in the um in Texas, when I was in the public school system, I served most of my time as an instructional coach. And in that realm, we were very focused on, you know, Texas curriculum, Texas TEKS, aligning content in that area. Okay. Um, and then I was over social studies for a while. And so I was very hyper focused on that and, you know, what's going on in the political world and all of those things. But then when I transitioned into the reimagined classroom, I transitioned into almost the same role. I was still leading, I'm still leading teams of teachers that craft and create curriculum for whatever client we're working on. Um, and then also, you know, building these professional development op opportunities. But the difference I think is, is our company is so diverse. Like we just said, like I'm in Florida, you know, we have people in Colorado um, and we've worked with, you know, clients all over the States. Um, globally, we've worked with different clients. And I think just having the diversity and seeing how education is so different in so many places and then taking all of those mindsets and those thoughts and bringing them to care together and creating this product um, where it's globally recognized and not just isolated in one state or one you know standard we're not just common core we're not just texas teaks we are what is best for kids in all areas of education in the classroom yeah, yeah. i think go ahead i was gonna say i think that part can't be understated at all or overstated at all that it's it's literally a, a group of folks who are across the the, the country um so we're, we're in tune with what's happening in different regions and trying to put together the the best products for kids as ashley said so i think that was very well said ashley yeah and i think that's critically important as you talked about actually talked about the diversity and jason talked about his time as a a purchaser and I think you know Michael talking about just the starting of, of this journey it's critically important where we are in education now is to have those viewpoints and it's not just sales it's really talking about what problem are you trying to solve and how are you going to bring that to schools to, to support students because there is no more one size fits all and, and having that opportunity is critical and what, one thing that I find really interesting is you know we work with 
you know, a, a variety of organizations and, you know, some of them have quite a wide, wide reach and they're trying to find this balance or thread this needle of wanting to bring, you know, their ideals to the fore, whether it fall left, right, center, but it's having to find a balance of, you know, reach a wide audience. And I think that, that that's been a really interesting learning journey for us. Absolutely. And as I see some people coming in, feel free to throw your questions um, in the comments section. I'll, I'll pop them up and, and ask the team here. But one of the things when I was diving into your website that I really liked, and I want you to share with me, is this big green icon that just says, what makes us different, right? I was like, okay, you're going to just put it right out there. I really like that. What makes you different? So I think for us, you know, there are a ton of ready curriculums, you know, curriculums that you purchase, you license from a provider, um, you're able to input it into whatever LMS or, you know, data management system you have, but it is a one size fits all solution. For us, we are always customized. We are always unique. We are working with our schools, our clients to, to really go through the design thinking process. And that starts with listening and empathy. And for us, we want to not only obviously find out what are their deliverables, what are the goals of this project, what are the needs of the school, but what are the mission and vision of these people that we're working with? And how can we integrate with them to really create something unique and customizable and that they are part of the process? You know, I always tell people that we work with, you know, we want to obviously own the journey as much as we can, but we also want to collaborate as much as we can as well. We are through and through a company of only educators and i think we are not just educators we are the collaborative creative um just we, the people that want to work together so that's something we really enjoy doing is working with our clients awesome i think, I think the key word that michael mentioned too is just that that being customizable right i think like knowing or understanding what the client needs empathizing with the client and understanding what they need um, and then creating using that collective knowledge that we have that Ashley spoke about and, and creating something that that works for that particular client, that particular school or school district or, or set of students. Go ahead, Ashley. I, I, yeah, I want to touch on that too. I think the expertise, like too, if you look at, you know, all of the people that we have on staff and what their strengths are, we have, you know, a variety of experience in the education world and where the different teachers we work with have, you know, worked um, from STEM to BI to, um, you know, I was in the social studies realm. We have math specialists. We have, you know, people in all different content areas that just bring a variety of expertise to whatever project that we're working on too. And one other thing I just wanted to mention, you know, by design, I would say about 50, you guys can correct me if this, these stats are off, but I, I would say about 50% of our teachers, and this is a great sampling right here, 50% of our teachers are still in the classroom, our educators are in the school building, and the other 50% aren't. And that's because we want to maintain that relevant perspective. We know that if we get too far removed from the classroom, we're, you know, we're going to become, you know, something that we don't want to, you know, we want to be a, a, a relevant solution provider that, you know, isn't just another thing that sits on the shelf. And that's, you know, has to do with some of the professional development we provide. But, you know, it's something that is implementing solutions and actionable today and, you know, things that are really helping, helping schools and our clients move forward. Awesome. So Alex wants to come visit your, your booth. Do you happen to know what booth you're at yet? Three zero two three, I believe. All right. Well, 
Alex, check them out. Um, there'll be a big uh, directory. You can definitely go through and check them out as well. So, one, uh, you know, as I was digging through, I, I like big, bold statements. And as I shared, you know, tell me why, you know, what makes us different. And then this was one that I liked. Let us help bring your next project to life. What share with us some of the projects you have brought to life to give, you know, as you know, I as a former principal, Jason and I can kind of like we'd like to see that this is ready made. What projects are you bringing to me and will help our, our students? So what, what projects have you helped come to life? I was going to say we, we've done a, a variety of projects. So we're, we're, we're taught, I think Ashley mentioned um, just some of the social studies curriculum, you know, coming out of the pandemic. I think a lot of a lot of folks realized that they had to really just reevaluate the way they were instructing students. Sure, um, sure. Meeting the needs of students. And I think that reimagine classroom, you know, for, for many of our clients, we were right there to provide them with that support because as Michael mentioned, we had teachers who had also just gone through this, right? And so when we're crafting and creating, you know, uh, curricular resources or assessments or professional development, we're creating it in mind uh, because we had just gone through it as well. So we know some of the struggles that we had as administrators or folks had as teachers. And so we tried to, you know, kind of build that in. And so, you know, we're taking everything we know about curriculum uh, creation and curriculum uh, uh, development and putting that in some professional development as well. You know, things we know about teacher retention and, and sure. teacher support and coaching and, and providing folks with more of a, a complete package of curriculum creation and support via professional development. Oh, sorry. Ashley. I thought you were going to jump in there, Ashley. I didn't want to. Oh, feel like I would... <laughs> no, oh, you're fine. Um, go ahead, Michael. No, actually, you go ahead first for sure. I was just going to say, I know we we're currently working on a, a state project right now with revamping a, a social studies uh, curriculum for at the state level. Um, I, we've worked on a state level with math curriculum that came out right after the pandemic that they needed some shift and change. Um, things were going on with the standards. And so there were some things that needed to happen there that we have really jumped in and helped. Um, I'm sure Michael has a couple other projects that he would like to highlight as well. No, I think for me, it's just about some of the trends, you know, I think, you know, for us, we've worked on everything from economics to fi from financial literacy, middle school math, early childhood education, um, early childhood education, music programs, some really, really cool things, um, robotics curriculums. But for us, I think it's like Jason said, kind of the way we go about it and just really being able to empathize with teachers, you know. Pre and post pandemic, I think teachers have looked for their teachers have always been the overworked, underpaid group. And for us, what we're looking for ways to do, and this is a big, bold statement, but it's one we really truly try to live by. How can we make teachers' lives easier, easier while empowering them at the same time? So I think there's different types of teachers on teachers have different types of days. You know, there's the good days where, you know, you stay after school PM and you know, teachers so decorating my classroom was you know a big big part of the job so you know there are days when you felt like you could stay after and really make the classroom come alive and there are days when the bell rung and you're at your car and you're ready to just get out of there and i think for us we want to create flexible solutions so whenever we're working with clients you know we try to bring you know imagine what is this going to really look like in the classroom how can we you know bring whether it's robotics or early childhood music or state level social studies work, you know, how can we bring it to life in a way that's going to work for all teachers that, you know, has flexibility and for all students, you know, as a diverse company of teachers, you know, we really want to write for a 
for all students. Yeah, and I think that's critically important as we kind of move forward. And all of you have had some capacity within the classroom. How do you keep that same drive now that you're either not in front of kids or not in front of a school? Like, how do you keep that passion going? I'll tell you, mine is my kids, my own kids. I'm I'm involved in their school, too. I'm involved in what goes on with their school lives. And so I still see the day to day what's going on at the schools, what's going on in education. I'm trying to stay up with all the trends, too, to make sure that my kids are getting the education that they need. Um, I have a kindergartner and a first grader. They're on that that brink of like really reading. And so I'm like, OK, what are we doing for reading instruction at home and how are we staying? How am I making sure that they're getting this? And so my kids are what drive me. Um, of course, they've always been my why and everything that I do. I, when I started my journey as a teacher, I wanted to make sure that I made a school climate and culture that I wanted my kids to be able to go to and be part of. I've always chosen the positions I took and the, the schools I worked in thinking, okay, will my kids go here someday? And what will this look like when they go here? So they still continue to drive my passion and, and what I want for education for all kids. Also think it's some of that iron sharpens iron. Like we're around each other. We're having these educational conversations, sometimes, you know, arguments about grammar, uh, discussions about, you know, historical perspectives. Always important. So, so yeah, I think that, that that's happening. And, and as Michael said, you know, I think he said as evidence on this call, like 50% of us still are working in schools in some capacity. Um, and so we also have that in addition to us sharpening one another and, and using our kids and, and conferences and, and speaking engagements, you know, we also have a group of folks that are still in the schools interacting with, with scholars and students and parents every day. So continuing to refine our practices based on what's happening in real life at the moments that, that our folks are at, are at schools. I don't know if it's good or bad that I'm the last one. It gave me time to think, but I have to follow. Perfect. Well, there you go. But I have to follow up these two answers. Um, for me, what motivates me is my team. You know, Jason, Ashley, all of our teachers, um, and all of the teachers that, you know, are part of the reimagined classroom and aren't. You know, we want to create curriculum that, you know, not only makes an impact, but makes makes classroom fun again. I think that so, so often the classroom has become uh, a stressful place, both for students and teachers, because whether it's because of testing requirements, whether it's because of behavior issues, whether it's, you know, whatever it may be. I think for us, our aim is people who have the experience inside the classroom and are now somewhat removed from the classroom, um, wanting to provide solutions for our fellow teammates. Like I said, I consider all of our teachers teammates, you know, provide solutions to them to make their lives easier while empowering them at the same time. And for my two-year-old daughter, too. I could not say that after Ashley said that. Oh, of course. I have a six-year-old and a 14-year-old, so please. I they all got to get shout-outs. Anybody else need a shout-out? Uh, how about some people um, who aren't here on this um, call who have made a great impact in some of the, in the journey that you've gone through? Any shout-outs for them? You had mentioned another person, Michael, that was part of the group. Talk about Brett and yeah, Annabelle. Brett. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll talk about it. I, um, Brett is my partner, so I mentioned that Brett and I were third grade co-teachers with the fake wall, and I left the classroom one year before Brett did, and the real true romantic version behind the story is, um, well, really before I get to the romantic version of the story, the other shout outs are Brett, my partner, um, Annabelle, our director of curriculum and learning, and this is actually a good story that I'll pause for. 
Annabelle and I were actually first year teachers together in the South Bronx. So we talked together, we learned a lot together, um, similar to the way that we do at the company, you kind of learn by trying. It, you know, it's an environment that was new to us, similar that, you know, the business world was new to us. You know, we have, sure. we have no business training. I, you know, told you before the call, I got my master's in education at Northeastern, you know, went right into the classroom after that. And, you know, the reimagined classroom has been our, our learning journey. And so for Annabelle and I, it's really nice that we've had this kind of dual and long learning journey together. Um, Alex, another one of our project managers, Joe, another one of our project managers, um, I could shout out the whole team, but awesome. Well, that's kind of lead into you know the podcast is called Stronger Together, and, and a group of you who aren't in one singular office. How are you making that work as a team to be stronger together and bring reimagined classroom into schools and into the forefront of education? How is that working as the collaborative team who aren't in the same zip code? We have three different zip four zip codes on this call, but three who are part of reimagined classroom. How are you able to make that work? I'll start off. Honestly, I think the foundation of it is Michael and Brett, you know, our co-founders. I think that they've, you know, created an environment where, you know, Ash and I have never seen each other in person, yet I talk to Ashley probably more than I talk to 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 most folks. Um, and we're, we talk about education, we talk about kids, we talk about the work. Um, so I think it's the environment that's created through the reimagined classroom. You know, we have you know, weekly meetings, team meetings, you know, we have staff, whole staff meetings, end of year staff meetings, you know, we try to still, you know, mirror some of those practices that, that folks may have if they're in an office every day. And so the only thing that's separating us is a camera or a microphone. And now we can take those with us, you know, via our, via our phones, sure, um, laptops. And so I think it's just the foundation that was set um, by our co-founders and Annabelle and, and the folks that that worked in Reimagine Classroom even before the pandemic. I think we've just, you know, helped to build on top of a really strong community and a really strong foundation. I think that all of us care about education, but also care about each other as people. You know, Ashley talked about, you know, what she went through with, with the with with the hurricane being in that part of Florida. And our team just rallied around and, and ensured that 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 things balls weren't dropped and, and Ashley stepped in where she could, team team members stepped in where they could and I think it's just it's the environment that was created by our co-founders and, and some of the folks that started that reimagined classroom um, um, in the early days. And, and that's something that we're truly, truly fortunate to, to have. But I definitely have to give credit to to Mike and Brett for that. Thank you, man. That's really sweet. I'll piggyback off of that and just say I think it's the constant communicate communication that we have with each other. Um, I think the openness that we all have as team members. And there's also respect of, you know, boundaries and timelines, like what zip code are you in? <laughs> you know, what or time zone, what time zone are you in? What time zone are you in? So you're working this time to this time. I'm working this time to this time and respecting that, that those times too. So I think we just all have genuine concern for each other and genuine um, love. And, and, and we just, we have built that relationship that we are a community together and, and we all work in, in the way that's best for us and, to make sure that we accomplish what we can as a team. I like it. So one of the things I just want to throw a couple things up on the screen because we could probably talk about this for, for hours, but a couple that I was looking at, you know, you talk about inclusive teaching, you talk about STEM, you have many different programs that you do. I'd love for each of you to talk about your favorite part of the programs that you work in within your, your realm. Like what, what is your passion bringing it to, 
to classrooms and how do you reimagine classrooms? For me, sorry. <laughs> for me, you know, it's always that first step, that empathy process. You know, all of these professional developments are customized specifically for the school we're working with. You know, not just in terms of the amount of time that we put in, you know, but in terms of what they're looking for. Um, so often there's so much technology that sits on the shelf. You know, it's purchased with a grant or the end of the year money, and it's a new shiny object. And for me, one of the cool things is, you know, reimagining how can we fit that into what you're already doing? You know, sometimes it's not reinventing the wheel, but it's looking at what are you doing successfully and how can we integrate some of these tools that might have gotten forgotten about just because the passage of time, the pandemic, whatever. How can we reinvigorate the classroom with some of these incredible learning tools like some of the FETC vendors are going to be exhibiting um, at the end of this month? I'll speak to that first graphic that you just put up to um, with the, some of the professional development listings, the DI culture consciousness and um, the um, SEL. I think it's just so important nowadays. I mean, we I think we've always said it, but did we really mean it? Did we really know it? Did we really live it? Did we know our audience? Did we know our students? Um, and really having that that understanding of who they are in the classroom and what makes them work to their best potential in the classroom. And I think a lot of the professional developments that we offer in that realm um, really lean in on who are your students and what do they need to help them be successful in the classroom? And what are the systems that we can set up to help you be successful at doing that in the classroom? I mean, I know that those are kind of buzzwords now, DEI and SEL, but it really is important. And even post pandemic and watching my own kids go through that, um, the isolation that kids have felt and the way that it's hard for them to connect with each other or they're overwhelmed with all the technology that was just shoved in their face when they went remote learning. And, you know, there are so many different things that the kids now that we're servicing are a little bit different than they were right. before. And so what are we doing to adapt to those needs? What tools can we help provide for you to have for your tool belt to, to meet those kids where they are when you have moments like that in the classroom where they need to be seen, they need to be heard, or they need to have a moment where they need to have a break because they're having an emotional breakdown. Um, and so we've we've really built all of that understanding about students now into these professional developments to make sure that we can help empower teachers, as Michael said before, to really meet their students where they are. Perfect. One cool thing I'll just piggyback off Ashley real quick is, you know, yes, there are a lot of buzzwords, but <laughs> guys, can you think of one client that hasn't asked us to, you know, whether it's their own version of DEI or, uh, you know, uh, you know, the NYU's culturally responsive scorecard version of it, you know, which one of our clients hasn't had a, a DEI consideration? You know, I think that it's a buzzword, but it's a buzzword that some pretty powerful people and, you know, decision-making people in education are making sure that it's at the fore. And we are definitely the, uh, the, the, the tool, the, the pen to the paper. So it, it's definitely a buzzword in action. I think for me, I'm excited about everything that that my colleagues just said. But I think one thing for me, just given my perspective, is sometimes we, you know, we have clients that, you know, have really good 
things, really good ideas, and just need that assistance with the ideation process, right? Just having that thought partner that might not be in their circle or might not be in their organization. And so we've had clients where we've we've done that work too. And I think being able to relate to where the client is, like, I know I need to do something different. <laughs> I know I need to do something different, but I'm not sure what that, you know, reimagined classroom we come in and we can provide some assistance with that ideation process to ensure that your, your ideas are getting put down on paper and we're actually realizing it over time. I think also, you know, having having been and currently I'm a school administrator, I think what it, what it allows me to do is do that, that empathy, right? Like I understand, like you might not know that by the end of this 30 minute call, even though I really would like you to, um, but I understand that feeling of I need more time to think about it or I need to kick around some ideas. And so we we bring that to the table as well. Um, as much as we work with clients that know exactly what they want, there's some folks that have this great thing and just don't know how to, you know, get it across to schools or 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 or, or present it in a way where schools are going to accept it. Um, and so we we help with that as well. We have a team of folks that that help with those types of things as well. And that's one of the things that gets me excited, you know, seeing something that someone created and saying, "Wow, that's in certain school districts now," or being adopted in certain states and knowing that we had a part in that. It, it's it's really proud proud moment for us uh, and I, I like it go ahead i want to piggyback off of that too in the professional development realm working as an instructional coach for so many years in the school district you know sometimes the teachers didn't feel like they had a, a choice or a voice in what was handed to them or brought down as a mandate so i think that that's one of the things i love so much about this company is that teachers do have choice in this um and when we do go through the ideation process um, with the school, then we get to give them choice and voice in what we're creating with them. It's a collaborative piece. It's not, we're doing this to you. Um, and I think also that, you know, I had the audience sometimes of teachers that are like, hmm, one more thing I have to do. Okay, tell me what I need to do. So I think it's it's nice sometimes to bring in someone else outside of the school district that can come Absolutely. in and re reinvigorate the the culture that's going on or the climate in the school bring in a team that has enthusiasm and passion and is here to hear your voices and and bring it on together and it just brings a different climate sometimes to the professional development i agree now are all of you going down to fetc yes, the whole, yes. We, got, we got the whole leader to the whole leadership team going all right um, i like I, it yeah, for us, we're excited to meet some of our clients, some of the other fellow vendors. We're excited to network with some teachers and schools and some school leaders and you know everybody who's down there. We're uh, we're we're a group everywhere we go. I think this is a part of our company culture, part of our professional development process, part of our project management process. We're listeners and learners. So for us, we're excited to go down there and learn from some really cool workshops, listen to some really cool leaders and teachers, and really just soak it in. For me, I came back from ISTE in June at the same location. I don't know if you were there, Matt. But ISTE was, uh, it was a really, really just lively environment. I'm, I'm sure FETC is going to be the same. Oh, yeah, it, it, it always is. So for all of you heading down to, to New Orleans, make sure to, to check out the booth. If you don't follow them, Reimagine Class Twitter's below. The website is, is scrolling through. And make sure to connect with, with Ashley, Michael, and Jason when you're down there and the rest of the team as well. I hope the three of you take a minute to stop up to the podcast. I'll be podcasting live um, from the floor as well, but I'll make sure to come by um see see your booth get a chance to meet you take some pictures and you know that's what i'm excited for for the, the guests who i have yet to meet in person that i meet here that i'll get a chance to see them um in person as well on the floor wherever you are 
that we'll have a chance to connect um, in real time. So thank you all for coming on, learn just a little bit about the Reimagine Classroom, but for all of you out there that want to learn more, check them out on the website. And if you're heading down to New Orleans, check out their booth where you learn all sorts of new things and see the great projects that they've been doing. So thank you all for coming on and safe travels down to New Orleans and keep doing uh, the great work you're doing. Thank Matthew, you. Thank you. Nice to meet you in person. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. And I think you exemplify what we talk about a lot on this show, being stronger together and bringing these solutions to students because we are stronger together when we put we over me. Oh.